Welcome to episode 58 of Everything Sports with Elman and Evan. I'm your host, Elman, and Evan is not here today, so it will just be me for this episode. And today, we are going to talk about the English Premier League starting in just under a week, I believe on August 5th. And then I'm going to talk about Max Verstappen's win during the F1 Hungarian Grand Prix today because he won. He got P1 after starting 10 on the grid, which amazing, amazing race, and partly due to Ferrari's poor strategy, but we'll talk about that when we get there. I haven't uploaded in a couple weeks. I know that's because I was at Syracuse learning more about sports analytics so I can learn stuff to add to this podcast. So hopefully it'll be better. Make sure to follow the account on Twitter because we tweet almost every day about certain topics, respond to other messages, so you guys get to know our opinions. And before we get started, news just came out that NBA legend Bill Russell peacefully passed away at the age of 88. And I just want to say, rest in peace. What a legend of the game. He cared so much about people. And it's life's bigger than basketball for everyone, for all athletes. Life's bigger than every profession. So rip Bill Russell. Without further ado, let's get into the English Premier League. I made a table 1 through 20 of who I think is going to win the English Premier League. And I feel like Liverpool is very strong. I just want to say that right now. I know Diego Jota, or Diogo Jota rather, is... There's a 50% chance he plays, but and Allison too is, I believe he's injured, but he'll be back soon. He'll probably be back. I wouldn't imagine him not playing, but Diago Jota is the one who's 50-50. Like they got guys like Ferdinio. They obviously still have Salah, so I feel like. It's not going to be too big of a loss. They are playing Fulham. So I'd actually be surprised if Diogo Jota plays because, let's be honest, Fulham's not a threat. Fulham's not a threat at all. They just advanced and got promoted to the Premier League. So threats like Liverpool or threats for Liverpool, rather. Fulham's not in that conversation at all. So I think Liverpool wins the Premier League this year because they were neck and neck with Manchester City. And yes, Manchester City got Erling Haaland, who one of the best strikers in the world. They lost Raheem Sterling. They lost some guys. And Holland. Even though he's a great striker, I feel like Raheem Sterling, 
they had chemistry. I'm not saying there's no chemistry there. I just feel like Liverpool is a bit better because of the forwards that they have, the midfielders that they have, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Virgil van Dijk, the best goalkeeper, in my opinion, in the Premier League, and Allison, the best forward, everything. I feel like it's going to work out well for Liverpool this time around. And number two, I'm going with Tottenham Hotspur because they signed so many players, they genuinely got a better team. And I know they haven't won much in the past, but there comes a time when teams suck for a while and then all of a sudden they're really good. This is going to be Tottenham's time. I believe they're going to get second, Manchester City third. Like Hugo Lloris and Ederson, I honestly think you can cancel out a goalkeeper. I genuinely, it's hard to pick between both of them. And so because of that, I'm going Tottenham over Manchester City because Son Heung-min is slept on. He was tied with Mohamed Salah for most goals. And Salah had those goals with penalties. Scored him with penalties, and Son didn't really score any penalties. I don't even think he shot any because Harry Kane is on that team. But then you got Son getting snubbed from the Premier League 11, their best team. Like, make it make sense. Genuinely make it, it make sense. So Son has improved every year. I wouldn't be surprised if he makes it this time in the top 11. But it's Tottenham's time. I could feel it. I believe it's Tottenham's time. Manchester City, they might do well in the Champions League again. This is just a Premier League. They'll probably do well in the Champions League. And then Arsenal, Manchester United, Chelsea in that order. Four through six, obviously four for Arsenal. Arsenal signed quality players. Gabriel Jesus, I thought was a great signing for him. They got a young team, Bukayo Saka. Odegaard, who's a good midfielder. So they got great players in Arsenal. Manchester United. Yes, there's so much uncertainty around Cristiano Ronaldo. And Paul Pogba leaving to Juventus. I just think Christian Eriksen is an underrated signing. Because he rebounded so, so well. He rebounded so well after his unfortunate cardiac arrest during the Euro game. When he returned to Denmark, he scored immediately. He's clearly ready to play. He's going to be a great midfielder. And I'm happy that he got a contract, especially with Manchester United, because they're desperate. They're in desperate need for midfielders. They truly are. And so you got Christian Eriksen on Manchester United. I think, honestly, they're a better team than Chelsea. And then 7 through 10, 
West Ham, Leicester City, Everton, Brighton. Just in any order, really. In any order. And just a touch on Cristiano Ronaldo real quickly. I understand he's one of the best soccer players ever. But his loyalty to a team is being questioned. Obviously, because Man U are struggling. There's no secret there. I just feel like these stars who aren't loyal to teams, they forget. They don't necessarily forget the struggles that they initially faced in this sport. But at some time, the team's not going to be good forever. You have to help them build. You have to be there through the struggles, then the successes, then the struggles. It's a cycle in sports. A team sucks, does well. Then the team sucks, does well. It's a cycle in sports. No team is good for their entire organization's history. And now bringing it back to Ronaldo, he wants to compete for a Champions League title. Does that entail coming back to Real Madrid? Who knows? reports came out that Liverpool might be an option because Jurgen Klopp might not care. Diogo Jota is injured. I don't know how that's going to work, though, to be honest. I mean, we'll see. Ronaldo was, I believe, a left wing at Real Madrid and then Benzema and then Bale on the right. And so Ronaldo to Liverpool, that could happen. Does it happen? I don't think so. Genuinely think, I think Ronaldo's going to be in Manchester for one more season. And if they do well, then he's going to stay in Manchester. It's as simple as that. That simple as that. Let's move on to Max Verstappen. Going from 10th to all the way winning the Hungarian Grand Prix. From P10, without a safety car, and he even spun around. Because I believe his gears got locked up, so then his car started spinning around. There was some risk for rain throughout the entire Grand Prix, but that was pretty much a non-factor. He beat out... Hamilton by I think less than just less than eight seconds and the rain started coming down like literally the last few laps of the race so Hamilton was slowly gaining and had it been raining longer and there were like five more laps left Hamilton may have been able to catch for stop Hamilton's doing well. Like, I believe the fact past five races now, he's gotten podium. And obviously, we we're used to him winning. But I think this is the normal for him now, Julie. And so Verstappen's going to be winning for a while. And another Ferrari failure costing them. Because Le- Charles Leclerc was... Neck and neck with Verstappen for a while, but then failures to their cars and everything. And their strategy 
cost to them. It wasn't the car, it was the strategy. And until lap 31, Charles Leclerc was leading. He was leading on lap 31 and then was behind Verstappen by 16 seconds at the end of the race. How does that happen? Really, how does that happen? It happened when they decided to change his tires to hard compound tires, which was a terrible tire for every single car this race. And they chose to do that. And by the time they decided to switch Leclerc to the soft tires on lap 54, the race was done at that point. Verstappen, we all knew, was going to run away with it. I'm not going to say he clinched because obviously he didn't clinch it yet. He's 80 points ahead. I don't see Verstappen DNFing for three races, and I don't see Leclerc getting first. Hamilton's been doing well. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins a couple of Grand Prix because we already know what Lewis Hamilton has done in the sport. And so Verstappen is going to going to win the championship this year. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt. Red Bull, I believe they struggled at the start for the Bahrain Grand Prix. I think it was Verstappen who DNF'd. And I thought that he was being too aggressive with his car. He still is. That could lead to some DNFs if he pushes his car way too much. But I feel like Red Bull have figured a way around this issue. And now Mercedes is challenging Ferrari and the constructors for second because I was looking at the F1 standings and obviously you got Red Bull at number one, but then you got Ferrari at 334. Mercedes is 30 points behind, so they may be able to potentially catch Ferrari. And now Hamilton with this consistent podiums is 10 points behind Sainz for fifth. And Perez is 173, but if they keep falling out of podiums and Hamilton gets a second or first, you never know. Hamilton could catch up and potentially finish second. Potentially finish second. I say second because first is virtually impossible. So it was just such a shocking race. I, this is one of Verstappen's best performances of his career. Because even he said after the race, he thought there was no chance that he was going to win. He's like, I'll just try to get top three. And he thought Leclerc was going to run away with it. But the strategy just failed them. I am so curious to hear why they chose those tires when it wasn't working all race. In sports... The eye test, appearance of various things get paid too much attention to. Because when you look at the data, when you look at what's happened in the race so far, 
that's what you can use to influence your next decisions. Not just, oh, I think we should do this. Emotional decisions in sports do not work out too well most of the times. I feel like this was a more emotional decision than an actual decision based on data, based on facts, based on knowledge of the sport, knowledge on what was going on in this race, what was going on in practice yesterday in qualifying, everything. Hamilton, amazing race too. I believe he started in sixth and got second or something like that, either sixth or seventh. George Russell, who was P1 and started in pole position, he held off both Ferraris. He was first for most of the race, but again, Max Verstappen came out of nowhere. But George Russell, I mean, he's got full career ahead of him. He is only 24 years old, and he is fourth and 15 points behind Perez. Like I said, Hamilton could catch Sainz, could catch Perez, could catch Leclerc if both of them continue to struggle. And Russell, 15 points behind Perez and 20 points behind Leclerc. Ferrari needs to have a shift in strategy or it's already looking like they're not going to win the championship. And it might even result in Leclerc dropping out of the top three and Perez. But Ferrari's got to figure out their strategy because the tire options were not the right one. Everyone could tell it wasn't the right one. And Hamilton just fed through the circuit, had the fastest lap time. And we had to summer break with Verstappen clearing everybody on this grid. And with that, thank you for tuning in to episode 58 of Everything Sports with Dublin, where I talked about my English Premier League predictions and reacted to the Hungarian Grand Prix that happened today in the morning. But make sure to follow us on Twitter because we tweet about many different topics. So you'll hear our opinions before the podcast episodes. Make sure to tune in to episode 59 this week. And Fantasy Show will be back on Wednesday, and I'm going to talk about Premier League fantasy, football fantasy with Evan. So tune in Wednesday for Fantasy Show or Everything Sports on this week. Have a great week.